0: Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Widdicombe. Welcome to Parenting Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be
1: a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe because let's be honest,
0: there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with...
1: It's coming. It's coming. Okay. Here it comes. All the way from a little place called... Shit signal on your phone? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh no, Rob, it's happened.
0: Your headphones are connected to the phone and you can't hear me again. I didn't hear you. But I bought new
1: headphones.
0: Yeah, they've broken, haven't they? Yeah. Back to this again. Would you say you've exhausted all possibilities of what you could do? Or... Allegra, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you say Josh Whitcomb? Josh
1: Good girl. There we go. Where are they from, Rob? She sounded like American. I don't know if she was trying oh, to. Yo, not bad, not bad, really. Hong Kong. <laughs> But that is a bit like, there is an American twang to a Hong Kong accent, isn't there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Canada or something. Hong Kong's so far away from America.
1: It couldn't be further before you start coming back again. Also, her surname's Bush, so that's an American surname as well. And Marie Bush. Hi, Robin, Josh. Absolutely love the show. It's been a respite. I've just had a second baby and somehow forgot that. After two and a half years with my first, just how hard it is with a newborn. This has got me chuckling along with, otherwise I'd be crying. My aforementioned first, my daughter called Allegra has tried her very best to say your names. Hope this brings a smile to your face. It did. It did, actually. Play the star and She's only very, like, ASMR-y. Allegra,
0: can you Allegra? say Rob Beckett? Rob yeah. Beckett. And can you say Josh Whittaker Josh Whittaker could be a bit of australian in there as well maybe it's a international school there we go
1: how are you yeah good not too bad alex james today big one for you big one loved alex jones can alex james match up to alex jones <laughs> do you reckon i've met yeah surely on the sofa do you reckon i had a bit of fun about their name
0: you've got to haven't you the elephant in the room well if you met someone called josh liddlecombe yeah, we'd discuss it. You'd be like, hello, mate. If you met Rob Bucket, would you discuss <laughs> it, with it? I got off lightly, didn't I? Okay. <laughs> Imagine these teeth on your surname Bucket. <laughs> Do you like Keeping Up Appearances? No, I've never seen it. It's that Hyacinth bouquet. Yeah, but it's spelled Bucket, you see. Yeah, That's yeah, one. yeah. It's a bit of the fun of the joke, isn't it? That's I'm it's... aware of her as a character, but the problem is I grew up in South London and you grew up in Devon
1: where everyone is 10 years behind. Well, I tell you, one of the biggest fans of Keeping Up Appearances I know grew up very near you. Tom Allen. Correct. He is not,
0: I'd say, a fair representation (laughs) of any time or place. (laughs) He very much (laughs) operates on Tom Allen. Do you know he puts on a full. (laughs) (laughs) He puts on a special suit to go and pick slugs off in his garden to get them off his hyacinths. Oh? Is that hyacinths? What then? I don't know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was flowers yeah he goes out and gets slugs off his little petals and leaves and stuff in a special little suit oh says it all doesn't it not like a suit suit yeah i think he puts a suit on guess how many ties he's got
1: 30 more 40 more 100 more what 200 (laughs) 130 ties fucking hell but he looks good. He does look good. He does look good. You can't fault him.
0: Anything else you want to share, Josh? Anything going on with the kids? Did I tell you my daughter's new nickname for me? I don't know if I told you in person or on here.
1: Oh uh, Captain Travel? Mr. Travel. Mr. Travel. She
0: started calling me because I travel everywhere. It's a bit degrading, isn't it?
1: Rob. Yes. Let's do some correspondence before we bring on Alex James. Yes, let's do this. What have I got here?
0: Boomer, boomer. We've done a lot of boomers. Parenting fail, parenting fail, boomer. Let's do a parenting fail, shall we? Yeah. Hi, Rob and Josh. My daughter was two and loved a little plastic dolls tea set. Early one morning, she brought my husband and I a little cup of water in the tea set cups. In order to play along and stay in bed for an extra 10 minutes, we drank it down, told her how delicious her tea was, and please can we have another cup? After about three cups of tea water, I suddenly wondered where she was getting the water oh, from as no. she couldn't oh, reach the taps in the bathroom. No. So I followed her down the passage and found her leaning over the toilet bowl and scooping up another two cups for us. Oh, no. We had drunk three cups of toilet water. Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God, no. Her name is Charlie and she lives in Battersea. Have you given her up then? (laughs) That implies she's no longer your child. Well, maybe she's moved out. Oh, maybe when she was little, she did that. Now she's a grown woman called Charlie. Yeah. Living in Battersea now. With,
1: let's be honest, a very
0: affluent address. Very expensive place, Battersea. Yeah. Lovely flats, lots lot of stairs though. Yeah. Lies told at school by kids. To have this, Josh. Hello, lovely boys. My 13-year-old son had a friend who came to stay regularly. We live in the country. They both went to a grammar school, not a private school. Lovely lad, and <laughs> I love like you tell us these extra bits. Yep. Lovely lad, and a joy to have as a guest. But he told us tall tales of holidaying with famous sports stars and his family buying the house next door so they could build a swimming pool. Oh, yeah there we okay. go. Okay, who's your granddad, Captain Tom Moore?
1: <laughs> hey, that is great stuff. Really good.
0: I warned our son to take his stories with a pinch of salt. His mum usually picked him up, or he caught the school bus on oh, a fucking chair. When again? i right, note that one down, Michael, for the um. How does it happen? I push my foot back when I'm concentrating and then it catches the little lever and it's nearly breaking my ankle every time. And it's actually a disaster. This will be the last record of this chair. I'll have you know. Anyway, his mum usually picked him up or he caught the school bus in the morning. So I'd never been to his home. On this occasion, his mum had car trouble. So asked me to drop her son home. A round trip of an hour and a half. Now, as I pulled up to the house, I saw a building site next door, which should have been the first clue. As I peeked around the corner of the building site, I saw the start of a swimming pool. I started to think maybe this wasn't all lies. As I dropped him off... The front door opened, he ran in, and on the wall was photo after photo of the most famous people I have ever seen, from actors to sports stars. Wow. Everything he'd said was true. (laughs) No. Sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. Love, Susie. Wow.
1: That is good, isn't it? That is
0: exciting, isn't it?
1: There was a kid at my school, and I think her mum was a fantasist. Okay. And she used to claim to mixed with Hollywood royalty and she called them stuff like Harry Ford instead of Harrison Ford and stuff oh, like that really but it was the mum so actually it's probably quite bleak <laughs> <laughs>
0: imagine that right kids who wants to watch CBeebies oh by the way there's one uh, into Indiana Jones <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with Harry Ford. Oh, oh, Harry Ford, don't you know? Yeah, that's what friends call him. Yeah. Harrison Ford was in Radio 2 being interviewed when I was in there, and I tried to get to him, but there was too many people. Oh. That would have been nice, wasn't it? What do you look like? Do you look old? No, I the, the angle of it, I couldn't even see him through the window. Oh, no. It's livid. At least I wanted to watch him through a window like a sort of zoo yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah, Who was interviewing him, Zoe? Zoe Ball. She's a big dog, isn't she?
1: He's not doing 5 p.m. on a Sunday, is he? <laughs> even callers go no nah, I'll meet me dinner then <laughs> do you want to
0: come on and tell us about that story nah probably not not at 6 o'clock on a Sunday mate nothing
1: <laughs> you crack on play the songs pop on the bangles mate enjoy yourself It's <laughs> a four tops
0: enjoy yourself <laughs> talking music oh lovely stuff also haven't you done a little radio 2 blur thing oh I did my blur
1: I, think I should say this now shouldn't I yeah those BBC sounds sorry BBC sounds I got asked to pick my favourite Blur tracks for their Blur collectors. They've done loads of Blur programmes because Blur are back, yeah. As we established in this interview with Alex James, as the basis for Blur. And now you should be on a cut. The amount of promo you've done on this show. I know. Anyway, if you want to listen to me talk about my favourite Blur tracks, go to BBC Sounds. It's called Blur and Me by Josh Willikem. I tell an anecdote on it about the uh, only emails I've exchanged with Damon Albarn. So there's a. Oh, that's exciting! And do they play the songs as well on it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What one's your favourite? There's only one way to find out, Rob. Oh, can we not have a little tease? There's only one way to find out, Rob.
0: Oh, lucky you. And also, while you're on there, can you listen to my Radio 2 show? Yeah, listen to Rob's Radio 2 show.
1: Get them both downloaded. Get them both down your fucking neck. Guzzle them down, or at least... Put them on and don't listen to them, it still counts. Yeah, if you could just put them on repeat, all the numbers count. If
0: actually, like, just as long as it's played out, I don't really care if you listen or not, So long as you get the old it's all numbers these days, isn't it? Yeah.
1: So yeah. analytics. Just like open all your windows, pop them on BBC Sounds, <laughs> play them 10 times each, and just mute your computer and just listen to the radio normally. Perfect. Listen to this. That's the way to do it. Right, Should we bring on, you introduce me, your hero. Alex James.
0: God, great, what an underwhelming intro.
1: Alex James, hello, how are you? Oh, never better, man.
2: Uh, Just uh, did a massive show and then um, got up early came home and had to <laughs> face with a massive pile of washing up.
1: Oh, that's, that's <laughs> the reality of
0: it. Because what state You're, you're in the middle of like a massive tour with Blur. Yes. So this is Pete. Yes. And you've got your big f- Feastival event, the end of August. And, and are you sat in a monastery because it's the best place for the Wi-Fi or it's the only place <laughs> you can cope because of your schedule?
2: Uh, well, the farm where I live, it, 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 there, there is something quite monastic about old farm buildings, actually. Um, a lot of musicians seem to end up living on farms. I think there's a reason, you know, years of living out of a suitcase, you, ne- you kind of need to put, put down roots and, you know, monks monks sing in the morning and make cheese in the <laughs> afternoon. So I came to the right place. You've got five kids. Oh, my God. Five teenagers
1: now. As of five this month. teenagers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah now um um and they've got i would say the greatest five names in the history of uh naming
2: <laughs> uh well geronimo um the eldest yeah he great kind of start like, <laughs> strong um uh yeah he's 19 now so he's out the door actually um but but Isn't back he? for the back for the summer and working in the office which is fantastic um and then when you start with the geronimo you've kind of got to go on the same trajectory yeah. so the yeah. uh Twins, uh, who are 17, Artemis and Galileo, who tend to go by Artie and Gally, Uh they just turned 17. Um, and I got home yesterday and the garden is full of road traffic cones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they, they clearly had a good night on uh, So There's some roadworks <laughs> up the road um i was gonna tell them off there were some
0: roadworks up the road
2: <laughs> <laughs> now there's just
0: a hole <laughs> um
2: so yeah they're gonna to have to go and put those back later um and then uh sable is uh Sable's just uh 14 turning 15 this summer um right in the middle of festival, festival actually Old falls on her birthday and uh beatrix the youngest is just about to turn 13 so um oh, my what? yes everything's about what to change there's no one for me to cuddle anymore nobody wants to go oh. to Le- nobody i'm the only one who
1: wants to go to legoland this summer it's really sad <laughs> oh, <no>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man and i the first thing that i think is how do you tell them i mean do you tell them not to do as you did have they any of them read your book and Garry. Yes, well, yes, that did, you (laughs) know, in terms of
2: promoting promoting my books, saying that I'd spent a a million pounds on drugs and booze was a kind of good marketing hook. I I kind of made it up, but everyone believed it. Um, But that is coming back to haunt me now.
0: Are they trying to beat your record? Is that (laughs) a little bit of
2: competitiveness? (laughs) I think sixteenth birthdays are the sixteenth birthdays are the worst of all. Like all the years of rock and roll, nothing can hold a candle to those parties. When you know when you're like sixteen, rock and roll had nothing on that, actually. Yeah. But uh, I think no secrets is the most important thing. Actually, yeah. I mean, being in a band does it does enable you to do what everybody, every young person wants to do. You can just kind of do it more and for longer, I suppose. But but. Um, yeah, at sixteen, it's it's still like you're in this speedboat. You want to know how fast it goes, and but by, by the time you get you're eighteen, you kind of works out where the limits are a little bit. I mean, I always try and get them to have their birthday part their sixteenth birthdays and up. Try and get them to have them at festival so that the is not mine. It's with, uh, it's with IMG <laughs> festival backers, but because <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, it is really it is really terrifying. Now the kids have got older, we've had to we've had to split it up in the car. The last holiday in France, on the we were on the Auto Route du Soleil. You know, in in the in the boiling sun, uh, heading heading south, and and and, and a punch up broke out. We got like this this um, a, a van. It's a, we bought it when Beatrix, Beatrix was born. It's like a, a an eight seater van. It's fantastic. I mean, it's my favourite car I've ever <laughs> ever had. I feel like my dad when I'm driving a yeah. van. Um, but the, the, a, a fight broke out in the back, and there was two. I don't know which two it was, but there was two of them like rolling around on the floor in the back, and it was like really busy. <laughs> also, route du du in in August. <laughs> You're and, like a you know. tour
0: manager for your own kids. <laughs> yeah. No,
2: exactly. But there's, there's more people in my family there than there is in the Blur band. Um, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, there's five of us on stage, and, and, and there's, there's seven people in my family. So, so yeah. So we had to, we've had to like long haul drives. We, we have to split those up. Now the girls fly, and the boys, the boys go road trip.
0: Right. And when you had five kids, let's go nineteen you, and thirteen. So at a point, yes. there would have been a newborn up to six, five under so six. I was thinking.
2: Before I before I due to speak to you, I saw I was running the numbers. Like, Yeah, was that oldest, nineteen. So there must have been five. Un, there must have been five under six. And I just, um, I think <laughs> I have blocked it all out. There's just like so many wet wipes yeah. and nappies and sticky patches yeah. and so the washing up is just in the law.
1: Just, I mean, it's yeah. just insane. Um, and that was not long after you'd been, you know, the king of Soho. <laughs> Do you know? What I mean? So like, you've gone from one existence. <laughs> Do you remember thinking, "Fuck it!" I used to be up all night in a completely different <laughs> a completely way. Different way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I remember when the twins when
2: the twins were about to arrive. Like I was like Claire, you know, <laughs> everything's about to change. And and they were premature, and there were complications there. And and yeah, but that was absolute mayhem. And that that really that was really when the dynamic shifted actually from from the kind of rock gentleman thing because. Um, you know, I'd get. We just moved here, and we go to parties, and and Claire would get, "Oh, you're the one who's married to that guy from the band." And I remember going to to a dinner party just after the twins were born, and someone saying, "Oh, you're the guy who's married to that woman who's just had twins." <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so, I'm uh, going out with twins, like because you have the dub- double buggy. They kind of do. They draw. They draw a bit of a crowd. People are into all twins. say matchy matchy, and and um, it's sort of yeah. Me and Geronimo, yeah, we were kind. Of, we were kind of very ma- marginalised by the arrival of the twins. Yeah. Uh, and then they just kept coming. By the time we got to four, like we didn't get invited to anyone's house. And by the time we had five, like nobody wanted to come around to our house. We have to kind of book Sigrid <laughs> and Tom Grennan to get anyone to come.
0: Um, <laughs> is that why you put on the big festival? Is that how it started then?
2: <laughs> no, ex- exactly. Yeah, but pr- pretty much.
1: The big festival is, and I'm very excited about this, has booked Mr. Tumble
2: first Thing we do every year, Mr. Tumble, Cuban brothers. Um, then you know, you've got you know, you've got a party then. What's he like? <laughs> what's he like? He's absolutely he turns up and then he puts on his check jacket and his and his red nose and he walks out onto the stage. He sings One Man Went to Mo and brings the house
1: down every year without fail. And what's he like off stage? Have you have you spent much time with him with Tumble? Yeah, no,
2: we were comparing set lists actually because I did I did I did a I did uh <laughs> something with the Royal Ballet and an orchestra a couple of years back and I have. My set list, which like started with um uh the 1812 Overture, the Can Can, uh, second movement of Beethoven's 7th. And he was like, one man, one man went to mow um <laughs> 10 green bottles. <laughs> 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 and and it was it was that interesting comparing um com- comparing set lists. But um no, 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 he's great. And I mean the 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 great thing about feast, this is we're into our mm. 12th How year now. 12. This is year number 12. And a lot of the chefs um bring their families, and uh, you know, a lot of the artists who are performing come come with their families. A lot of the chefs come back every year because, there's nothing kids love more than camping. Um, I think yeah. you know they'd rather stay in a tent than Claridge's. Um, not you yeah, know yeah. their mother and I is different. Um, but but um, <laughs> you know kids just kids absolutely love camping. We we, we set a tent up in the we've always set a tent up in the garden like right since they were really little because you know it's a, it's a, it's completely another. You're going into another world. You know it's dark, yeah. and quiet, and uh, spiders and stories and and.
0: Uh... So is it very kid friendly then? It's on the. Is, um yeah. Well, it's the span- back- so it's, it's like
2: the, the, the last bank holiday, the last weekend of the summer holidays, but but basically, so it's it's something to, to to look forward to. And yeah, I mean, obviously, I've made five children, six cheeses, eight albums. Um, so it's I'm just filling the farm up with everything that I, that, that, that I care about. <laughs> and it's your about.
0: actual farm, isn't it? It's my actual land. farm.
2: Yeah. So Jamie Oliver contacted me. Yeah, it must have been twelve years ago. Um, we'd met playing in a comic relief band together he's, he's a good good drummer he's got loads of kids as well he, and, and he was like you love food I love music you've got the venue let's you know let's see let's see if we can do something and and it, and it was uh we were really lucky had great weather for the first few years you kind of need that to kind of establish an event and uh I've just found that I've got I, I have endless enthusiasm for good filling filling the farm up with with everything I love the most I mean the the, the kids stuff is is really really satisfying I mean you know it's very family-friendly festival. We're very well set up.
0: For a good first festival with kids, would yeah, you
1: Yeah, as, as a first festival, my question is, mine are five and two. Yeah, but absolutely. Too early? Absolutely.
2: No, 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 perfect. Absolutely perfect. perfect. Um, okay. I mean, what, I mean, what the little ones really love is just, it's just the, the, the kind of, actually the stuff that I love about the farm. It's like, you know, haystacks and... Woodland and and you yeah. know just 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 being in the countryside is lovely and that's over the last few years we've kind of opened up more of the kind of woody kind of areas of the farm but the haystack that the first year we had a sponsor that was uh, like right in the middle of the arena that was supposed to be um I think it was a film tent or something and they pulled out at the last minute we were like oh what are we going to do so we just put a load of hay bales right in the middle of it. and it was just a huge success. Like this it's just covered in children and adults actually all weekends. <laughs> yeah. We we always find like half a dozen iPhones and a few hundred quid in loose change <laughs> 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 on, on the Monday.
1: So you'd say five and two? It's a feasible. Oh, it's not... a, hundred, a hundred percent. It Do you have be... to bring your own tent? Um, I,
2: there, there are various options from glamping to pre-pitch down to kind of bring your own. Um, but there, I mean, there's just so much stuff for, for kids to do, like from all ages up. We've got like parents pit stops. Um, so, so, so there's like nappy changing and, Baby feeding areas, but actually, you know, even even the toddlers, they they, you know they love the camping. There's not there's nothing that kids like more than camping, and this is kind of like camping with all the bells and whistles. Like we've totally got you covered.
0: Yeah, because I went camping with the kids and they loved it and I hated it. But we were just in a field. Whereas if we're here and we've got stuff to do all day and there's facilities like good food, good drink, music, baby change, it it changes it completely.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's so it it is a source of endless satisfaction to me just because it was a bit of a gamble. Buying this place we, we bought it on our honeymoon At kind of the exact point When kind of Blur had had, a, had enough of each other And you know we all needed to go off And do other things uh, Had you got um, kids at
0: that point Alex?
2: No 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 we, yeah, we bought it on our honeymoon And uh it was like completely derelict And I didn't I didn't I met met and married Claire Very very quickly And marriage is always a, a kind of leap of faith Isn't it You don't you know <laughs> You know what you're getting into Do you? <laughs> uh, um, uh, so and I, we moved to this, you know, I moved out of London to this place in the countryside where I didn't know anybody with a woman I didn't know <laughs> really, um, didn't really have a, have, have a job and it was, it was, it was absolutely for years, you know, I had to work my nuts off actually to, to just to just to kind of keep the keep the thing afloat because you know, I, I wasn't really wasn't really earning any any money. Um, you know, my, my, my job just kind of kind yeah, of yeah, and if
0: you buy a property when your job's flying. And when that stops for, you know, whatever reason, it sort of gets scary when you've got these massive building. Yeah, well, yeah,
2: I, and I, I, I bought, a, you know, it's, it wasn't just a home, it's a, it's a business as, as, as well, a farm, a crap business, as you, you'll know if you've watched um, <laughs> Jeremy's um,
1: farming show. Are, the kids, uh, are any of the kids looking to take over the farm? Because obviously that's one of the things with a farmer, is a kind of, you've got a succession-style situation on your hands where you're trying to not offload the farm, but you're, you're thinking who's going to take it on when you know... Well,
2: I have learned very early on that the festival, the kids all need a job. Like even even from from when they're really because otherwise they just wander around to all the stalls, going, "My dad's Alex James, can I have a free
0: one?" And that's, that's <laughs> right, just <okay>. like... <laughs> it's actually my house. This, <laughs> this is my um, garden.
2: <laughs> so no, they've they've all kind of it's because it involves you know it involves music and food and and kids stuff. I remember there was one year there was a there was, there was a shipping container full of lego a sponsor and there was a shipping container painted like a lego brick with a lego brand on the side but like being craned into the front field like just like just just over there yeah. uh and all the all the kids which were, were just like it's yes, 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 just going absolutely mental you know they came to see blur in hyde park and they were kind of like yeah 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 but the, when the lego when the shipping container full of lego was craned into the front garden they that was like the happiest i've ever seen them um you know there's 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 definitely something to pique all of their interests whatever they are so are they are they fans of blur oh my god so five teenagers um i mean i know this is a family show but all i can usually expect is fuck off fatty that's that's what that's <laughs> basically <laughs> that's what they say to you yeah yeah I was like, can you please can you just not say that in front of granny can just not just just <laughs> Well, four of them came. It was was a polite decline from Sable um, for Eastbourne. I was like, no, come on, it'll be really good. Um, But four four of them came. And um, Beatrix, who's um, just turning 13, so it's 2015, it's eight years ago the last time. So she was like four, five last yeah. time. And, and and I said, you've seen Blur before, before though. She said, no, I was asleep by the time you came on. <laughs> she, because, it, you know, we're on quite past yeah. bedtime. So you know, it was always an exciting day going to a gig and stuff. So she, she, you know, she'd literally never seen us before. And I knew I knew where she was standing in the audience. I thought she's either going to love it or hate it. And the lights on the audience came up a little bit and I looked over and I saw her and she was just like this.
0: Oh, Um, Aww. um
2: and 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 afterwards, they were all like,
1: "Dad, you're so cool," and "Dad, that was so brilliant." Oh, amazing! Were you? Was that more nerve wracking than anything having them there?
2: Actually, no, no, no. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of used to seeing me. And something strange has happened since the last time out. The the audience, there used to be like a blur, and oh yeah, my dad really likes Blur, or my mum likes Blur, but now it's like,
1: My kids love Blur. Do you guys ever talk about it? Because there's three of you are dads. Do you yes, ever sit yeah. backstage, or you're having lunch? <laughs> during the recording, and you're like, fucking hell, teenagers,
2: eh? <laughs> yes, yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, Yeah, because, you know, we're all checking it. Oh, God, yeah. Um, uh, but it's, it's. I know it's actually really nice, because the, the kids have all been, the older kids have all been coming out to this. It's, it's lovely, actually, all of the blur kids. Seem to, seem to really love Blur and, and uh, it's great. And they've all been hated. So they were all out at uh, Primavera in Barcelona um, and they, they loved it. And then they went for Skrillex the next day. And I think Skrillex slightly had the edge. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and how do, you, how do you like share your time between all five? Because obviously you're busy with a farm, you're busy with a festival. Yeah, so it, it like, it's an Excel spreadsheet. It, it's actually a
2: wonderful anchor. It's been said famously many times that you know you you, you stop evolving at the point you become that you you become well known. Yeah, you know, I was basically acting like a child until I had one. Um, you know, yeah. the, the children yeah. do make adults, adults make children? But children make adults, and um, you know, it was many years of nappies, and well, just go so glad to have so done, done my last nappies. Nappy, so many years of nappies. Um, but what they really need now, it is it's it's harder to c- connect with them as they get older and they but and they they kind of need a different kind of support. Well I mean what they all need now is kind of cooks, driver and drivers. Cooking with the kids as that's something that has been like brilliant, like right, right from the very beginning. Um food does have a, a universal appeal, you know, yeah, I mean I wonder if <laughs> I wonder if the kids will like blur or not, but I know they're all going to like chocolate. You know, they 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 they, they <laughs> like, everybody likes chocolate. And one of my kids doesn't like cheese actually, interestingly. Um, <laughs> do you think that do you think that's a uh
1: a rebellious decision or do you no, think they he, actually don't uh,
2: no no he, he likes pizza they all like pizza so you know so so, <laughs> so, so, like, so like really every weekend we um like since we moved here we've been making pizzas
0: um talk I, my kids love pizza and i want to make pizza with them but there's a million different pizza ovens and Goznies, Uni's, and all these different names. You, you've done it now for well, well, at I mean, 19 years of we, pizza we've, weekend. We've what, done what, everything. We, like
2: we did did everything from like making the mozzarella, growing the tomatoes, even growing the wheat, and like tried every kind of pizza oven. There, there, there's some the little electric ones that you can buy. Oh, like Nisbet's got really good ones. They're like two or three hundred. Quid? I'm saying so, you know it's your money back in. Like, what if you got like six, yeah. <laughs> seven people in the fat and we like money back first? <laughs> Two trips <First> of Pizza <laughs> Express. Exactly.
1: I'd say because we got a pizza oven. And I'd say per pizza is the most money I've ever spent <laughs> in oh, terms really? of really. But that's a reflection on my because because it, it takes three hours to get warm. oh uh, you didn't get yeah. this one takes the, the fifteen minutes, my boy. Yeah, I mean, no. Look, this, this is this is wood. This is Uh,
2: yeah. The thing we've got, I did get. I tried the wood fire one, but you've got to light the fire. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. The electric one gets the most, and you need it. You need it, like, I've got it right outside the back door, like under, under a kind of shelter, because otherwise it starts to spread, specifically like a takeaway shop. So deep, yeah. fat, deep fat fryer and pizza oven, and barbecue, like, right outside the kitchen door, but under, underneath a little lean-to. That's uh, yeah. it's been a game changer that my man Kate. so
0: So yours are like little electric ones? You just put them in like little, like, they look like industrial. Yeah, yeah, one at a time. Because the thing with pizza is that
2: it needs to be cooked hot. So my record, so and fa- fast and hot. So pizza ovens go like 100 degrees hotter than a, than oh, a, than a standard it. oven. That's why you need one. And the stone base is really good. But my record is 17 seconds to cook a pizza.
0: <laughs> <in> a, <laughs>
2: that was in a wood-fired Rayburn um, with with anthracite. <laughs> it was like the whole thing was glowing red. Like just slid, slid it in there. And it <laughs> explodes. You get this wonderful bubbling, bubbly up base. <laughs> but you know, for, food is a really good way to kind of engage and, and teach and um weekends are normally spent
1: the, the, the whole time cooking do they all like the countryside life or are there some that are going i can't wait to move to london and-? <laughs> yeah so, Ger- so
2: geronimo's in in brighton now um and I, I think he was ready for i think i mean i think if you if you grow up in the countryside, then it, it's fine. I mean, I'd, ha- I'd had absolutely enough of Bournemouth by the time I got to um and agent. But actually, the fact that there's five of them, I mean, we are quite isolated. You know, so it's a mile walk to the to the village, um, but there isn't. There is a footpath going straight to the pub that's that was established hundred years ago, yeah, hundreds of years ago. But you know, the, the fact that there's five of them that they, they, they kind of they are their own peer group and when we used to, I one thing that used to which shouldn't have done but used to make me very proud when we used to like every, every Saturday we'd have to take them all to a swing park um, but what was always good like hey, we you go to any swing park anywhere in the world and the five of them could kind of take control of the swing park with with a kind of twin pincer movement yeah. <laughs> but then, like five seconds they'd be on the best roundabout work do you know what I mean they, they yeah, yeah, really act as
1: a team <laughs> So they all get on then? Do they all get on? Uh, when they're not, I mean, you know, there's, you know every yeah. day
2: they're shouting and swearing and fighting, you know, yeah. and
0: bristling. Um but are five teenagers all at once is hardcore. Yeah. Isn't it? Um but
2: no but they do, I mean but you know
1: yeah yeah I mean I, I think they've all got each other's backs 100% for sure. I get the feeling you're quite an emotional parent. I get the feeling you feel it quite strongly. Do you know what I mean the um I do, I do,
2: I do. yeah I mean it's 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 what consumes me more, more more than anything. Absolutely. First and foremost father there's no doubt five kids is um it's 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 a big commitment. You know, I'm I'm busy even before I have started trying to do a show in Port- Portugal or or or, or <laughs> yeah. make some make some cheese. But it, I mean, actually, actually, it's it's wonderful.
1: You go on tour you must go this is f-. there is a bit of you get on the plane you're like thank fuck. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's,
2: it's it's it makes you know playing the bass in a rock band is the easiest thing compared to parenting so it's actually really really relaxing like going back into that blur
0: bubble and so Wembley Wembley some, stadiums more relaxing yeah. oh my god so
2: that's enough that's down as a night off
0: you know <laughs> <laughs> You know, Alex, you're on here, we're chatting about kids, the big feast of all, but Josh is a blur super superfan, so Josh, you know, might not want to answer. are there any questions you want to ask Alex that you've always wanted to ask that aren't necessarily on topic but will give you a reprieve? <laughs> you can go as nerdy as you want. It's all going to be
1: quite boring, isn't it? No, come well, on, let's have it. I would
0: quite like to hear what would be the deep-dive question that you'd want as a
1: mega-fan, as it were. Um, so, do you feel, uh, are there songs that you don't like that are in the sex they're big songs but you can't stand them <laughs> and conversely are there songs that you feel have gone uh hugely been ignored i'd say um he thought of cars is for sure. me we've one been
2: a... re- really really interesting yeah. we've, yeah. been re- we've been rehearsing that uh, no um,
1: yes we have yeah, 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 here yeah, we yeah, go here, here uh, yeah, we yeah. go Look, <laughs> um
2: I mean, D- D- Damon. Damon is what is one for blowing hot and cold. You know, He's at yeah. the moment he's refusing to do Charmless Man, which was a huge, which was a huge yeah, yeah. hit. Yeah. It's I mean, yeah. I'm a, I'm a lot more kind of light-hearted. Like, here's our here's our 20 most popular songs. Let's just play them in reverse order. That's the set list. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they want, right? Um, it was like it was like. Why don't we just get the get the crew to to put the words to Charmless Man on the big screens, and then I will walk out for the encore and start playing it. They'll all start singing, and then Damon's got to Damon's got to get involved. So you
1: don't dislike any of the big songs.
2: There's there's plenty of stuff I've done outside of Blur that I'm like, mm. <laughs> maybe that was a mistake, but I think.
1: But you know, stuff that dep-
2: any I mean anything that kind of tends to see the light of day with with blur i i I do i do i I sincerely believe that there's merit in all of it there's 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 literally nothing that, that i changed really i mean some of them some of them it's like oh my, you know. He thought because oh god, he wants to do that one. It's, and I said, how, do, how does it even go? And, and
1: you know, I'm <laughs> have you got it written with... down somewhere? No, or just no, actually...
2: no, 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 no. But you, I just, I've just, I've got, we've got a little amp set up here. And just, just, just find it. <laughs> Some of you got You can find it on YouTube. Um, yeah. and, and 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 just start playing. Like, how does that go? And it's amazing. Like two or three times round, and it's just like oh my god, oh my god, I'm doing it. And it's just all those those years of of, of motor memory i mean i you know i think we booked we booked calice for festival um a few years back and it was and she's become a chef as well and i was really bigging her up in the promo like yeah we got police coming it's good. she didn't do milkshake Can we have our money back um especially and, a gig
0: uh, about know, food <laughs> there's a fucking link there
2: mate. It's a, you know it's a song about about food at a food festival and it's i mean you've got one song basically come on <laughs> come on do do your song <laughs> if, if success is going to come in music it tends to come quite quickly and at quite a, a young age and it, it can give you a second act problem how, mm-hmm. how how old were led zeppelin when they did stairway to heaven in their early 20s so, you know how old are they now you know if you had them on the podcast you wouldn't you want to be talking about stairway to heaven more than kind of what the new album? Yeah, I should, I mean, I would. You know, that's um. And I, I guess that you know, it it can it can give you uh, give you the heebie-jeebies. Can't can, can't you know? he's you, you still live seventy years, that's that's what I mean. When my kids come to see Blur and they're like, oh my god, dad, that, that's amazing. It's like, well, that's not just what I do. I do cheese and I'm a dad. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> um uh but yeah, I think the fact that all of us have managed to cope I didn't choose for blur to stop happening when it did, but I was what 33, 34, I was like just about young enough to have enough energy yeah. to, to kind of to, to kind of work something. And 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 if I didn't if I didn't have feast, you know, festival of all to sort of occupy me and engage me and and, and the family to kind of consume me um it might be more difficult to just go just you know country house wembley fucking obviously yeah you know i've got a problem with any of it you know
1: <laughs> what's not to like oh amazing oh it's been a pleasure talking to you we always end with the same question alex uh which is um about parenting which is but you could do you know what you could do it about the other members of blur if you want which is <laughs> uh if there's one thing that uh your wife does as a parent that makes you go, fucking hell, that's unbelievable. Uh, I couldn't do that, she's incredible. And there's one thing that she does that really annoys you that you keep to yourself, but were she to listen to this, is your way of communicating it to her.
2: Yeah, well, I, 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 I yes.
1: Uh, I, <laughs> I've squared this
2: off with her. My wife is completely OCD with, I mean, with 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 like labelling and 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 and, and meticulous. I mean, I think you have you kind of have to be with five. It is like a military operation. but yeah, course, everyone's course. got kind of got a color. Everyone's color
0: coded. Oh, really? Like um, their bags and coats yeah, and yes, shoes.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and two of them are colorblind, so it's it's oh, uh, no. it's had to be reassessed <laughs> over the years. Um, but yeah, just just the the kind of OCD level of co- kind of labelling. But I don't, there's, no, there's no way around it. I mean, but, <laughs> but um, she seems to have a real flair for, for that kind of um, yeah. precious, precious Virgo kind of triplicate kind of paperwork.
0: What's your colour? Have you got a colour yourself? Um, no, it was supposed to be that I was the only one without a colour. <laughs> so where does it stretch to? Beds? Or just like shoes and coats? No, pillowcases,
2: all, you know, all sorts oh, really? of, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. pillows. Everyone's got their own favourite pillows and... and uh, yeah, I mean, and now the kid, the kids, the kids, are the, kid, the, the boys are all my height or taller now, so there's, they can't steal my shoes anymore. But um, I can never find socks. Socks is a problem. Yeah,
1: we had to have a sock amnesty my ass. And so, what do they wear? They have the same coloured socks every day. Um, no, there's a little dot
2: that goes, uh, or a oh, name, or a name tag that goes. Th- I mean, I quite actually quite like the name tag. Have you got so it on it your socks now? Good. Have I got one on my socks today? No, these actually must be my socks. But the, I noticed. That I looked down at my feet on stage, and I saw there was a <laughs> my foot was up on the monitor <laughs> in Barcelona. And there was a little uh, Galileo and Nick James name tag. But but there was a moment with Claire, very early days, when uh, we were getting down to it, and the condom split, and uh, and she was like, "It split." And there was a, there was this sudden epiphany that oh my god that's not a disaster i want your babies um and i've never felt that like with anyone and that that was a kind of moment
0: um, what
1: a romantic story <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: and then what did you do, leave the um, car park and head out for dinner <laughs> it's just a feeling isn't it i think when you're when you're with someone that you really love and want to be with you can't it's hard to explain it but you just know yeah,
2: yeah, that that that, that it just, that definitely goes back to that moment. I mean, obviously, we've been arguing ever since, but um, I'm I'm blessed. Oh, brilliant. Oh, Thanks so much, a Alex. A lovely
1: ending. Thank you, Alex. Alex James. How was that for you, Josh? I love that bloke. I love all four of them, obviously. He's a good guy. Um, Alex's life sounds so busy. Fucking Nora, mate. Absolutely. Five kids. Five kids. The, the thought that... If I'd been in a band till two, I was 33, living that life, and then I'd kind of, on a whim, bought a farm and had to make it work as a business, I'd have been like, what the fuck have I done? I wouldn't be laughing about it. <laughs> I, wouldn't <be> like- <laughs> I wouldn't be laughing about it. <laughs> but he's fucking made it work.
0: He's made it work. Um, anyway, right, i speak to you next time. See you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Josh Winnicombe, you're in luck. That's because the co host of Parenting Hell and the Last Leg Maestro is the guest on the first episode of the Always Be Comedy podcast. Out now, and with me, your host and MC of Always Be Comedy, James Gill. Each week, the cream of comedy curates their fantasy comedy gig. Who'd open? Who'd close? What gig nightmare do they never want to relive? All this and much, much more. It's essentially comedy, gossip, and chat.
1: You know, I remembered this the other day, my first ever gig. Oh, it was like a Friday night open mic night. And they would said, we'll just announce you on when you're on. We haven't got a running order. It's a bit freeform. I got to the end of the night and then they wrapped it up and they'd forgotten no. to put me on. Oh, and I'd no. sat there the no. whole
0: night. We've also got Stuart Lee, Harry Hill, Jen Brister, Ben Bailey-Smith, Maisie Adam, Al Murray, Rachel Paris and many, many more coming up. That's the Always Be Comedy podcast. Out now with new episodes
1: every Tuesday. Politics. Sport. Climate change. Culture wars. I'm Jack D. And I'm Sean Walsh.
2: These are just some of the things we won't be talking about it in our podcast Oh My Dog
1: Not that we we couldn't if we wanted to Oh of course, of course we could Obviously, we're both well known for our scathing satire and social commentary but we've decided to set that aside to talk about our favourite subject Dogs
0: Do you let your dogs kiss you
1: on the face? Tiggy and Molly will nibble you to your lobe Oh Jack likes that Jack likes that I mean from Dolly <laughs> Sorry that sounded like <laughs> Jack likes me doing that <laughs>
2: old French bulldog, Professor Snowball. If he can't see us in the house, you'll hear this horrible noise. (laughs) There was once when Jane and I, we
1: locked the bedroom door, we thought there was a man in the house. As we heard him shout, No! Give me one sec. Grace, is Mildred chipped? Oh, yeah, no, of course she is. No, she is chipped. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Actually, it'd be good if if Grace could do the programme, because... (laughs)
1: Seems to know more about what's going on. Join us on our podcast, Oh My Dog. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram at OMDPod.